If you wouldn't air dropping my voice, let me start by saying you're welcome. And if you know you're welcome, you know who I am. My name is Penrose Eames. For all of you who don't know, I am the host of Penrose versus anybody. Co-host of We Got to Draw to Podcast at 5.15 p.m. in the morning. But today, we are on the flagrant tool with the big homie D. Murph. Today, we give you the insight on why a lot of y'all think Penrose is a knucklehead, a loser, and somewhat of a fall-off. But yet, I'm backstage at helping engineer on one of the greatest podcast takeovers ever. Check it out. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pac, come on, this thing. This has been Joy. Katie, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and the Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in. Yeah. It's official, man. Now, here's your host, D-Bone. Let's do it. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D-Murph, where I literally, and I mean literally, always got something to say, verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. I had to bring my brother on. I call him now Mr. Misunderstood. Mr. Poetry in Motion. <laughs> DM Derek Moore, aka Penrose Eames. What's up, man? Uh, what's good, brother? What's good? How are you? <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm good, dog. You know how we do it. It's, you know, comes in spurts, but when we link up, it's not like we never skip the beat. Oh yeah, no doubt, man. You know, when we link up, it's like uh, the Avengers and shit, or like uh, you know, uh, Batman and Superman linking up to save. The world. Hey, side note: the whole time you was doing the introduction, I was over here like mouthing, mouthing the words, <laughs> either verbally or non-verbally. Man. Oh. Hey, like, that part gives me every time. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I appreciate that, big dog. You know how it is, man. Just hey, been doing it for a couple of years, big dog, and man, seeing right. it grow and appreciate your support. But I know you and Paco. I'm not talking, man. For sure, for sure. You and Paco, shout out to Paco. You guys were on a while ago with We Got the Draws, y'all podcast. I'll be getting him on soon. But how have you been, though? Like, the world want to know is Penrose. Well, what's been new in your life? Is it is it being creative? Is it like what have you been doing, man? Let the world in just on a little sob. Um, trying to stay out of the way, trying to make a lot of money and raise this bunny rabbit, man. That's about it, bro. <laughs> but bunny <laughs> rabbit, I saw that. Like, what <laughs> gave you the courage to say, you know what? I'm gonna buy a bunny. I'm gonna get a bunny. That's gonna be my pet. So, um, two reasons. Well. For anybody that follows me or followed me hard enough, they know that I had a cat, and I had a cat named TK. So tongue kitty, and we had to leave TK behind because um, I didn't think personally that she would adjust well with trying to make that trip because she was very old. You know what I mean? So, mm. um, and I had the cat because I thought that uh, uh, Mr. Claw or Doctor Claw, or whatever, off of um, 
and I hate when I do all the ums and ahs. Sorry, y'all, but all the expensive <laughs> gadgets. I thought that was the coolest thing for, for the gangster that I have a cat, right? So we get the cat, you know, fast forward till now. Um, I'm looking at rabbits, and one of my neighbors actually has a rabbit. So I'm looking at the rabbit, I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, you got a rabbit as a pet. That's dope. And so we're just looking through stuff, and she shows me this thing called a Fleming Giant. And I was like, why is it called that? I was like, it's a bunny. It's a, it's a small bunny. And she flipped the page, and this thing grew to the size of a collie. And I was like, yo, they all do that? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, yo, I love to be the dude that, like, you pull up on the block with your pit bull, and I come out the house with my, like, 50-pound <laughs> large rabbit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just think it's a gangster-ass pet. I'm not going to lie, bro. That's... That's literally, the, I mean, like, outside of the family pushing me for it, I ain't gonna lie, they've been pushing, but like, they've been pushing for a dog. And then when the rabbit conversation came up, I was just like, nah, we're gonna get this. So that's how that came about, honestly. That's crazy, man, because I've never heard, and I ain't gonna say never, but in a while, like, yo, bro, my pet rabbit against your pet pit bull or your pit bull. Yeah, that's right. Crazy. Yeah. And she's amazing, too, bro. Uh, uh, we call her Chubbs or whatever. Cinnamon, cinnamon, no, Cinnabon Chubbs is the rabbit's name. Um, so it's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but no, I'm, man, for real, man, I just been, uh, I've been trying to stay out the way, man. Um, the algorithm of uh, social media puts you in a box sometimes that looks very glittery until you realize that you are in a box, and then you know, all the glitter fades away. So I have been trying to. Not necessarily separate myself from the crowd or things of that nature because I still thoroughly enjoy interactions. But outside of doing the podcast with Paco, I've been, you know, just working on some other things. Man, I got personal things that I want to get together, um, and you know, things for other shows. Uh, for all of y'all that know, um, I, you know, I am the host of Penrose versus anybody. Penrose versus anybody has not went anywhere. I know a lot of people have just been like, oh, well, maybe he's not podcasting anymore. But no, nah, I just, I don't know. Life has been extremely eye-opening lately. And going through my relationship issues, for some of y'all know if you listen to my show, uh, and just like going through life, it's kind of like, all right, what was I going to do? Like take all of this on and like possibly break down and just still give you a horrible show or just let certain things take a backseat, fine-tune them all, and then, you know, come back and smack cats back to, yeah, across the back of the head. Like, I know how, you know what I'm saying? So, that's what that's all about. Okay, okay, okay. And, and one thing when I have you on, when I talk about you, is your confidence. Like, you one of, you might be the only guy that I know can take a year off, drop, and people act like, yo, He's been doing this. Like, I'm like, how do you do that, bro? Like, you could take that time off, drop, be hot, and then stay relevant until you drop again. Um, I think anything, anytime you're creative and it's dope, people love it. We begged and begged and begged and begged and begged Dre to drop detox. And he still hasn't done it. And I guarantee if, the, if it comes out tomorrow, the world is going to be like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> when you're... <laughs> When you're into something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It always sparks. And so I kind of think, you know what I mean, going all the way back to the Grime Lord days, shout out to Young Stabo, shout out to BJ, 
Hey, um, shout out to Russ Face. Hey, real quick too. Uh, there's a listener that told me I didn't even know who you was until BJ had you on the show, and I was just like, "Wow, have I been going that long?" <laughs> anyway, um, so that confidence actually comes from you know that line we had back in those days. Then when it transferred into me and BJ, it the you know my my rhetoric didn't change, just the delivery did a little bit. So to always see that no matter what I was talking about, people gravitated to it. Allowed me to know that you didn't just mess with me because i was a uh internet personality you actually cared about what i was saying you actually liked my poetry you actually liked when i called everybody a whore you actually liked the auntie <laughs> old lady in one thing conversation you know what i mean like you actually liked me telling you about myself and, and talking about rape culture and how as men we got to stop you know what i mean so i feel like anytime i drop man like no matter what it is I think a lot of times I get listened to from a standpoint of, yo, where has he been? What is he doing? What is he talking about? Other times I get listened to from a standpoint of, and, you know, sorry, because I know I'm on your show, but sometimes I, I get listened to from a standpoint of, fuck that nigga. Let's see what he listened to so we can try to talk trash. Let's see what he, let's see what he doing. Just, and I'm not saying like I'm like this big deal. It's just, you know, I feel like sometimes because of the love, you got to have an equal amount of hate. And sometimes that happens, you know what I mean? So... That's real And remember You on a flagrant too but I'm like I know who show bad, you on You on a flagrant too though this is, Do you I know for sure Yeah Oh okay well thank you Thank you Thank you Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like the ghetto motherfucking EF Hutton out here then. That's why niggas <laughs> listen Cause when I come through And I speak my, And niggas It's not my word is born I don't just be out Just like talking trash I don't just Speak ghetto rhetoric I don't just make up very great sounding quotes and things like that like everything i drop you can fact check it and then once you fact check it if i'm wrong come talk to me about it so i can get right or just appreciate the fact that i was here you know what i mean if you were the airdrop of my voice you're welcome it's simple you know what i mean like my name is penrose for a reason <laughs> i love it man so you read a lot of books <laughs> or watched a lot of tv to get your information for the internet i just do a lot I just do a lot of research. Growing up, I read a lot of books. Uh, my mother was uh, one of the, the people that pushed me into that direction. Just understanding that your imagination is the place where everything actually takes place. Um, so I was pushed into reading a lot of books early, not forced, just just given an opportunity. Like, oh man, I was probably at the library as a child. I was at the library at least three to four times a week, especially back in the days when the library had those, uh, like the people come in and read the books to the kids or they would do different like puppet shows and things of that nature. The free book giveaways, things of that nature. Um, so I was always at the library. I always had a plethora of books. And then as I got older, the world just didn't make sense to me. I, it just couldn't be this cookie cutter. You got to do it the same way that everybody been doing it supposedly since the beginning of the time. So I just got to look into different things. And upon, you know, just deeper and deeper research, I find reasons why the religion I grew up with is wrong in the way that I... I grew up thinking it's wrong, but I also find my religion and, you know what I mean, the way that I grew up thinking was right. Just meaning that everybody has a path, everybody has a goal. We just got to learn how to live in harmony with, with each other. So, yeah, I read a lot of books. I mean, everything from, I know I talk about it. Anytime anybody asks me about books I read, I always bring up the Master Key System. That probably has to be my most favorite book in the world outside of the 48 Laws of Power. Shout out to all you people that say that the 48 Laws of Power teaches you how to manipulate a weak Minded person thinks the 48 laws of power teaches you how to manipulate. Strong-minded people understand 
and everybody out here is a beast and survival of the fittest is the first law of nature outside of self-preservation so the 48 laws of power teaches you how to stay above death you don't believe me try it out for yourself anyway so yeah i, I read a lot of stuff man from fiction to autobiographies just anything i can learn from you know what i mean so That's good and then you got to fact check stuff if i read something i'm definitely going to try to read something else to fact check it because i hate to be that person that's just like oh yeah i read this and, and so you know i'm so stern on it and come to find out it's some bs you know what i mean so there it is well i appreciate you man um with that being said fact checking and people holding you accountable and that's where this part of the show about accountability and i know i've mm -hmm. spoke on this before but for those first time listeners what up so penrose and i um, i like to call it now our special project down with the dms his name is Derek moore mine is Derek murphy and we've talked on this before and just spoke on some things in detail but one of the things when we first met that i still respect him to this day is his insight in this podcast world his insight on just people in general he has a way of getting information out of people and for some reason and i'm thankful for it he passes it to me and just kind of helped me you know grow <laughs> develop just kind of you know uh, just kind of be ready and, and be alert on what to look out for And one of the things that I was telling uh, Hey man that's God brother <laughs> Amen <laughs> And amen and, I'm, and I appreciate that I appreciate that because I know there are times Where I have Been stubborn I have vent, Been listening as I should And yes You have been that vessel To kind of Help me stay on track Because one of the first questions I asked you And for those who know us Y'all know what I'm you know, going to say Yo, you're part of a network You right. hot in these podcast streets You're doing poetry in, On every other podcaster's show Or at least they're talking about you Should I do or should I be a part of a network And how can I Kind of make a name for myself As you've done With Grime Lords With your PVA And with the supporters that you have And If you can just tell the world What you told me Stay away from me I told you Man like Real talk. If you hey, if you listening, man, like the real talk. The first thing I told Murph was was networks aren't bad, but stay away from them right now. You're new to the game and you hot, so nobody really needs you in their network. Niggas that's coming at you want you in their network, but pay attention to the networks that's asking for you. And so the conversation went on, and and and, and uh, Murph realized that the networks that were trying to occupy his time at that in those moments. Those weren't networks that were readily doing bigger things than he was doing on his own. So, so we discussed those things, man, and and we, you know, that was my that was my thing because I was uh, I was and I'm still affiliated with Couch Party. Shout out to Couch, man. Shout out to HAB. Shout out to the Falcon. 
Shout out to um, TRB. Shout out to my, my homeboy, Randy. Shout out to everybody that's on the couch, man. Shout out to Mixed Feelings. I know y'all ain't on the couch no more, but I still love you, ladies. Um, shit, shout out to my brothers the ground lords you know again everybody anybody and everybody that was on couch party man shout out because regardless of what transpired with couch party in fact that we didn't go as far as we should that had to be one of the funnest rides in my mother effing life and like i met so many dope people and interacted with so many dope people and learned so much dope shit from the podcast and as a matter of fact i just did a show not, not too long ago with the homie trb that's the uh the randy bastard um for all of you who don't know if you follow podcast casting go check out his show welcome to rantyville um dude is really dope but um so yeah man i just tried to, you know i tried to give you insight only because you came at me correct a lot of people come at me extremely wrong a lot of people back in those days you know for all of y'all who think i'm some new dude or for all of y'all that think i'm trash at this point <laughs> i literally had you niggas switching uh show dates I literally had you niggas calling niggas and, and asking, could y'all do shows with me? I literally had you niggas. You niggas know that my brother is the nicest out of the two of us. So you niggas literally was DMing me and texting me and everything else. And when I wouldn't respond to you niggas, you knew my brother BJ was nice. So you went to him and see if I would work with you all. There was a time, and I'm not saying this to gloat. I'm just saying it from the standpoint of know who... You know what I mean? Who and who you should and who you should not work with. Because there was a time when a lot of you cats I wouldn't work with and I still won't. But I ain't go front. I did open the door to certain people that I should not have. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna lie too. I think one of the one of my biggest mistakes in this podcast game was was leaving my bro in Detroit. Not because it's clearly he's doing big shit, but it put a it put a, a strain on the professional relationship as far as Penrose versus anybody at that time. Um and so, like, when you're out here doing something, if you're a creator, yo, and everything is rolling and everything is dope, and then that that wall comes and you hit it or that uncertainty comes and you, you're afraid, a lot of times just as humans, it's easier to move into a different direction because we don't want to deal with the turmoil or the resistance. Stay in that place. Realize that God put you there because you're just that damn dope. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with a little hard work. There's nothing wrong with a little rejection. There's nothing wrong with a little... Uh, I don't... I don't want to use the word scared because I don't feel like you should be scared of anything, but there's nothing wrong with a little, uh, I don't know, objection, I guess. Something that's up against you. So um, I know that was kind of off base, but I'm just saying it from the standpoint, like when you hit me up and you asked me those things, bro, like I was just in the, in the whirlwind of honestly being one of the hottest niggas in podcasting, at least in the community that we in, like we discussed before. I mean, I won't mention who it was, but there was a group of ladies that was making a show about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was hot. Like, I'm not going to lie. And so you just have to look at what's going on in your life and, and why people want to be around you. A lot of people really, for all of y'all that's listening, some of y'all just drop books. Some of y'all are doing very dope uh, uh, online, like, video vlogs. Some of y'all are blogging. Some of y'all have, uh, uh, like, actual webisodes and shit out here. And a lot of y'all, if you really think about yourself, a lot of y'all just got a bunch of new friends within the last couple months it's because you're hot realize that those people will not be there once you're cold a few people will pay attention to the structure of what's really going on in your life and make sure that the people that you that you tag along with or that tag along with you are only there for the optimistic reasons and the optimistic choices bro because a lot of people man a lot of people they yo they smile and we all know this they smile they oh yeah we love you oh you shit oh, oh. and then as soon as you know what i'm saying a little 
little little something comes, people tend to run the, the opposite direction, which yeah. brings me all the way back to the original question. This is why I told you, fuck a network. Yeah. Real shit. Yeah. You was too dope, bro. And 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 you know, and again, just the things that we talk about off air, the things I know that have happened, um, the things I do and had to sit back and be excited for you for three and four weeks and one and two months before the world knew like, <laughs> <laughs> you was already way too dope to lend your craft to somebody who was not doing as much as you and i think people out here um it's a lot of y'all out here it's dope as shit like extremely dope and it's like you're, you're a one person group or a two person group some of y'all uh got six person podcasts and y'all are extremely dope and people that are failing are coming to y'all and asking y'all to save them and then y'all do it and you end up drowning yourself stop it stop it real talk you might follow this you might not if you don't i hope you look it up realize that christianity was not adopted as the dope religion that it is today until the roman catholics realized that their empire was falling and without adopting Christianity, they would have they they would have never survived. My point being is a lot of people want to jump on your coattail because you're doing something dope. But once they're jumped on their coattail, they're leeches, they're parasites. They're not you're not gaining anything from them, but they're gaining everything from you. A lot of these networks don't want shit from you but the fame, the clout that comes with you. If they're not putting money behind you, they're not writing for you, they're not coming to you with new ideas they're not coming to you with new content they didn't present the network to you as if the network was going to promote you in a different way than you're promoting yourself then what the fuck is the point what are we gonna do stand around hold hands and sing kumbaya fuck that fuck is the point of starting a network and the only niggas out here is the same niggas y'all was before y'all started why we hustling backwards out here y'all like and, real shit and that's why I gonna take your phrase when we played 2k we was you know dominating the paint i throw no that doubt. pass when you you got the tip you passed right. it to me you tipped it to me i passed it to you for the easy dunk and you would say yo i appreciate my teammates and it's crazy that a video game phrase that you said consistently is something i use today in my work spot and now on today's show with you part of basically the, the title of this show is you know what you've said best i appreciate right. my teammates I, right i couldn't have done this by myself I, I couldn't have like you said times when you were quote unquote not recording or some people say you were cold we still kicked it right yeah that's what i'm saying like i remember dog i remember when you first not when you first because again i knew about the first so when you was already hot and then and, and niggas thought you was just getting hot you know what i'm saying i remember somebody says to me it was like yo you out here you doing this you doing that you know what i'm saying you coming at niggas next you disrespecting people blah 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 right and nigga says to me how you think you gonna stand next to niggas like murph if you out here doing shit like this and i was thinking to myself nigga i talk to murph every single day <laughs> like, what are you talking about like and i and i think like a lot of people don't realize that like if you know me, you know I'm braggadocious. You know I got a lot of bravado. You know I feel like, you know what I'm saying, nothing can stop me. But at the same time, um, and I'm going to make this story that I'm about to tell very, very short. Uh, I have a brother, an older brother, um, that when he grew up, it was as 
as if gold fell out of the sky. Everything was handed to this dude. Not that he didn't work for nothing. It just all came easy. You know what I'm saying? He grew up. He was a pretty boy. He had very long hair. All the chicks loved him. He was the high school quarterback. He could ball his ass off. Um, my my brother actually, before they were the Neptunes, my brother actually had a sit down with Pharrell and Chad. Uh, and they wanted to sign him. But, you know, to him, they were nobodies. And he was from Detroit. And who is these Virginia niggas? Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we see how that happened. Point being is this. My brother went from being that dude to becoming a rage alcoholic to almost mm -hmm. dying to now he's back to like full healthy just he's just that dude again i mean he's older but he's that dude again you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. a lot of times bro when people think that you've fallen off it takes the team to to come to you and be like hey man you need to do this you need to do that sometimes we don't listen and sometimes we do but my point in saying all of that is Nigga, I'm Penrose. Like, anytime I fall off, bro, like, I'm still here. I ain't went nowhere, man. Like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm I'm just, I don't know. I really don't even know how to, like, articulate what I'm really trying to say. But people behind like, the scenes, like the Neos of the world, man, and some right, other that's what dope I was people. At. Like, yeah. Like, I'm just, a, I was a behind the scenes, nigga, because, like, bro, that day, you, you, you DM me, like, hey, bro, do you mind if I call you, right? I'm sitting yep. in traffic, my nigga. If anybody's <laughs> from Northern Virginia, you know that traffic between the hours of three and seven is, is hell. Mm -hmm. It takes like an hour and a half sometimes to go 20 miles. You know what I'm saying? Depending on where you are. So that day you hit me, I was in traffic. So I'm like, bet, it's perfect time. You know what I'm saying? By this time as, as well, though, like God plays everything out the way that it's supposed to be. A lot of y'all get in the way of your own blessings. And I know I know you, you gave me a time limit before we got out, so I'm going to try to keep this short. But again, bro, like I told you, Niggas was already telling me about you. But again, when I came into podcasting, I got hot just because of who I am. I had no idea what the fuck a podcast was. Mm. A lot of you niggas thought I was listening to y'all. I wasn't listening to y'all. I didn't give a shit who you were because I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> it's just it's just so happening we got to rap with each other. And now we're friends. I'm not going to front. It's a lot of y'all I'm friends with now that I really did not give two shits about those first couple months back in 2015. But we'll get to that later. Anyway, my point being is... When you came into the game, niggas like, oh, you need to check them out. You need to check them out. You need to check them out. And I'm going to be honest. I'm a dude that grew up hating sports radio, right? I, I absolutely hated it because I never gave it a chance. So I didn't have a reason. I just never gave it a chance. So I was like, dude, I mean, this dude's dropping the sports podcast. Like, why is y'all all on this nigga dick? It's sports. And then you dropped the show with your pops. And I was like, oh, shit. This is not just sports. This is this this is this dude taking his pride and passion, which was sports, and relating it to life. Mm -hmm. Again, we get on the phone, we get to talking. I'm the hottest nigga out. I'm dropping all types of shit. Mind you, I'm in Virginia at this time. My show takes a background as you begin to fucking kick everybody in the head. And every single time that you kicked another nigga in the head, we had a conversation about it. <laughs> so it's it, it, it that's why I say it's God, bro. It was my time to sit down. And, and give you the little bit of advice that I could. I remember having a conversation with you one day. You called me, and I knew that. Which I wish somebody would have did this for me sometimes. Which actually, no, I take that back because BJ did this for me all the time. I'm just really, really hot headed. You called me, and you was like, "Man, dude, want me to do this?" And he asked for that, and I ain't, you know, I ain't messing with it. Blah 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 blah. And I was really just like, and I hit you, and like me and you have never like had a falling out or argument, but we have like changed tones in conversation where you can kind of tell. 
like, all right, this nigga, why is he talking to me like this? You know what I'm saying? And I just remember saying to you, I was like, yo, bro, just like they say in the movie, you going you about to take a shot at success? You you mad because the nigga want a picture? And you was just like, but bro, this and this and that and that, this and this and that and that. And I'm just like, my nigga, I told you, get ready to be famous. And like, we literally like got off the phone in a very short manner. And I went, look, when we got off the phone, because I remember this conversation. And when we got off the phone, and I was like, damn, I hope I ain't offend my bro. But he needed to hear that. And yeah. the next day we talked, you was like, bro, like, thank you. Like, like I was really like on some other stuff. And, you know, the way you broke it down, I see where you're coming from now. You see what I'm saying? And so it was my turn to take a seat back and be behind because I had niggas that pushed me to the mountaintop. I had niggas that had my back. Certain situations on my end dictated that those things stopped. You see what I'm saying? But I can't receive a blessing and then not give you the game that I was blessed with. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's 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 part of it, bro. That's why niggas out here starving now. You niggas got a lot of game and don't want to help other niggas out, man. Niggas was asking y'all for shit, and y'all just sat back like, nah. And now you niggas are sitting somewhere like Polaroid. <laughs> and that's why I said Mr. Misunderstood, because yeah. if you oh, they think I'm a dummy out here, bro. They think and I'm a that's dummy. the they thing. Think I'm a thug. Yeah. yeah I Not know. even close. I know. Not even Not close. Not even close. Just listen, just because I take shots at niggas, just because I might say it's a subliminal, or I used to, but anyway, I ain't got time for that shit no more. Just because I'm a shit talker. Just cause I can, you know, switch up the way that I converse, bro. I'm from Detroit, and like for all of y'all that really think that Detroit is a horrible place, it's probably because you've never been. And it's okay, I understand. It's literally people that live right on the other side of the line that only come down to the city for Tigers games, and they won't stop anywhere else. I get it. It's stupid, but I get it. Point being is, I'm from one of the most cultured cities in this country. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like it. You don't even have to care. But if we really want to think about the black influx in the United States of America, outside of the West Coast in California, I really want you niggas to tell me where all blacks was migrating to in the late 60s, early 70s. It damn sure wasn't your city. Detroit is a, is, is a hub for a lot of y'all, bro. And I'm from there. And this is why I can talk the pain and relate to you. This is why I can talk my shit and niggas can relate to me. This is why I could be as braggadocious as i want to and back it up because the culture that i come from the pain that i've went through the things that i've seen have made me who i am bro penrose didn't just i didn't just make this up a lot of y'all make up names bro as a matter of fact we on twitter the other day bro and i'm just scrolling and i saw um nicole shout out to miss nicole banks and i somebody asked her why she changed the name and she was saying that she felt as if she was hiding behind the Empress Nick moniker, so she wanted to just use her real name. Mm. And I was like, yo, this gotta be the dopest shit. A lot of us, sometimes we pick names because they sound good. But then when we pick the name that we feel officially fits us, we're, we're free, we in a whole atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. Like we in a whole new, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta recognize yourself. Like Penrose didn't just come out of nowhere, y'all. I didn't pick this name just because it sounded good. A lot of y'all still don't know who Penrose is. And a lot of y'all, like, when you say Penrose Eames, honestly, 100%, I know a lot of y'all only fucked with me because my name sounded dope and you didn't understand it. And then you just wanted to be like, oh, shit, who is this nigga? It was cool. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, this shit didn't just pop out because I thought it sounded good. I'm a, I'm a real... 
multifaceted, complex dude. You know what I mean? Like I literally sat here the other night and was uh for all, like if you don't don't know this nigga like i love marijuana so i'm sitting here and niggas like yo this shit is called holy grail so i'm looking it up shout out to leafly and i look it up and i'm like oh okay cool and where is this you know they'll tell you where everything comes from how it's made blah 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 so it's a genetic seed and i'm like a genetic seed which means like cool it, it, it came from my only clone plant that they turned into a genetic seed and I, i'm like when you tell me stuff like that it, it breaks down the barrier of what we know as people and when you can break down the barrier of certain things and it makes you think outside the box, you got to understand, bro, that you're not thinking about these things or even coming across the things that you're thinking about just because it's the new day-to-day -day shit. Nah, man, you're bigger than who you are. You're bigger than who you are. Hey, y'all, and like I, I told Merv this earlier, I was listening to Eric Thomas and he said, um, the tree cannot multiply until it's fruitful. A lot of y'all got talents and we're not using them. We're not using our true selves. Because we're afraid. You can't multiply until you're fruitful. You want to be rich, but yet and still, you won't write the book. Shout out to Penrose. Uh -huh. <laughs> you want to be uh, rich, but you won't, you know what I'm saying? You won't do the score. You won't write the song. You won't. It's like, yo, real shit. I don't think a lot of y'all take the personal, but I do. Every time I see Sayer and he like, man, it was just a fucked up day. I wanted to do more beats than I did. Or, or you know what I'm saying? Or I didn't like the beats that I did. Like, I'd be mad. Because I want that, I, I like you know that a nigga is over there putting in his work, and he didn't come out on top the way that he wanted to. Like this man is working. Like I, I'm, I'm not mad because he doing shit. I'm mad because like I, I feel your pain, my nigga. But he's yeah. doing something. Yeah. A lot of y'all, you, you have the talent, bro. Use it, use it, man. And BTG said something, man. He said if we put our egos aside. Seriously, egos aside. And actually put people in place like a promoter, the marketer, the rap artist, the producer, like just down the line. He was like, dude, powerful. Put our resources together and put people in their right spot. He said, man, we ain't no telling where we would have been right now. We got to stop wanting to be the face of everything. We got to understand that somebody else should be the face at points. That's all that is, man. A lot of people got to learn how to play their line, play your time, understand when it's your time to shine. Again, we had this conversation. Ali was the head of the St. Lunatics. Ali could have said, nah, we ain't just selling out to Nelly. Y'all going to yeah. take all of us, and they would have stayed broke. Yeah. All them dudes got rich because they believed in their homeboy. A lot of y'all are just like, oh, they was riding Nelly Coattail. Nah, not even. Not even. So understand like you know we got to put people in certain positions because if we don't you just spinning your wheels you just continue and do the same thing over and over and over and over and over a lot of y'all are working with people that are extremely dope extremely talented multifaceted they got things going on in other directions they got things going on outside of whatever creative space y'all are working with but yet you don't promote exalt or try to give this person any guidance because you're afraid of their life that's horrible it's horrible, yo. So that's what Penrose Eames is, man. I like, you know, I ain't gonna keep talking, like, because you know, I could talk forever. I know but, you can, and I and, and that's mm -hmm. and I want the world to know. I appreciate you. I appreciate my teammates up, because look at it. I appreciate my teammates, nigga. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we a team, bro. Listen, listen. I'm gonna say this right here. There's a lot of y'all niggas that might not know. Like we we say that we talk, and you know, niggas talk. Like for real, I know a lot of y'all niggas is friends out here. Like low key, bro. Like me and this nigga talk, bro. Like, like, bro. Like, 
Like it ain't just about podcasting, my nigga. Yeah. When niggas is going through shit, I call my bro. When yeah. my bro going through shit, he like we had a conversation today. I'm not gonna, you know, talk about the particulars and the personal shit, but I told him, I said, remember when this and this and this was going on, and you was like, Man, I don't know how I'm gonna deal with this this getting on my nerves and blah 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 blah. But he stayed true to the path, and now those things that were agitating him at the time are no longer agitating him. And we gotta realize too. So, some things are just adjutants. They're really not problems. God will make sure that you are ready for what you're asking for. A lot of you niggas want to be famous, but every time a nigga come ask for a picture, you don't want to be bothered. A lot of you niggas want to be famous, but when a nigga tell you, let's record at 10, and then he say, oh shit, something came up, and he hits you at 2.30, oh, I'm sleepy. Fuck out of here. A lot of you niggas want to be famous, but you ain't showing up to other people's events. A lot of you niggas want to be famous, but you think that because your event is bigger than somebody else's, it's okay to shit on it. And then you wonder why niggas stop fucking with you. We're not doing the things to be famous. We want the fame without the work. We want the fame. And, and trust me, but you, 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 you're hearing this from a nigga that understands his own procrastination. <laughs> I literally, literally, like literally, bro, bro, for any nigga that's within eardrop of my voice, especially men, I won't say this to these ladies, but especially men. I am the dopest motherfucking podcasting poet that, that's out here. Li literally. But I understand my procrastination. So a lot of you niggas is eating because I won't wake up yet. Stop bullshitting yourself. Go out here. Oh, Nipsey just died. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Of course, this shit happened like a couple months ago. But look at what that man did. He changed the whole neighborhood because he knew he could. Believe in yourself. Stop bullshitting. Like I said, man, write the poem. Write the song. Take one step, bro. Take one step towards whatever it is you think that you want to do. And I always use this analogy when I tell people. For everybody that's listening, male or female, the one person that you never thought that you could have got, had sex with, went on a date with, married, whatever, and you did, guess how you did it? Because all you did was concentrate on that person. All you did was concentrate on how you could, when you could, what you would do. And so shit, when you put your energy in certain ways, there's no, like... It has to happen. You know, that's just the way energy works. It absolutely has to happen. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. Hence my homeboy coming into the game, not knowing the nigga, and calling me while I'm in traffic. And I guarantee <laughs> motherfucking you, if I could tell you what I know today, man, please, all of you niggas would be beating this nigga door down just to try to be his friend. He stayed <laughs> on the path. Your energy breeds, bruh. Yeah. I know y'all tired of listening to Penrose, man. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm like an angry dad. You gotta get this work, like. <laughs> but <laughs> I, listen I, to me, guys. No, that's good stuff, though. Yeah, but no, nah, go ahead. My bad. No, you're doing good, man. And I appreciate that. So, like I was telling you, hearing your perspective, hearing your story, hearing your gems, and our relationship, our bond, and the impact and influence that you have had in my podcasting career. I wanted the world to know that it's also good to not only be upfront with somebody, but to hang with people different than you. Yeah. And accept who they are for who they are and take and and and, and, and utilize some of the traits that they have that you could be like, yo, maybe I can add that to what I got going on and voila magic. And that's, magic bro exactly and that's my story for us so thank you right no doubt bro. no doubt it's been a fun ride man i'm uh 
I like I'm if you know, I don't know if anybody said it to you, but I'm proud of you, bro. Like I see what you're doing. Again, I know all of the shit that happens before <laughs> it happens. So like the the, cra- the crazy part for me is like everything I know that's about to happen, I've already put it in the old bank. I'm like looking at new shit. Like when when the fuck we about to meet Jay Z? I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you because you, you, you're doing what you're supposed to do without having to bend or fold or submit to somebody else or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So, yes, sir. Um, nah, I ain't gonna say that. Never mind. But this is when on I know what you can say is how they can reach you uh, so we can okay. go. <laughs> Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, you can always find me at Penrose Eames, man, especially on Twitter. That's usually where I'm at, man. Um, my Snapchat, I don't mess with it. Facebook is the devil's letter, so I don't partake. Uh, IG is also at Penrose Eames. Um, I'll get my my show pages going back whenever I feel like kicking y'all in the face again. But you know, that's where you can find me at Penrose Eames. Um, you can also email me at wgtdpod. We got the drawers pod at gmail.com over there with me and my brother Paco uh again man man my name is Penrose bro like that like enough said my name is Penrose Eames man and it would probably be who of you to you ain't got to be my friend but come get some of this knowledge bro like I'm giving it for free I want to see everybody succeed I want to see everybody win and I want to learn too um I don't know get out your own way please get out your own way like y'all niggas is dope y'all just Whack though, just get out your own way, man. Like it's the flagrant too, man. Come on, feel man. like come on, man. I, I feel like smacking you niggas. <laughs> I feel like get on my receive Wallace, my Charles Barkley, my Dennis Rodman. <laughs> you niggas is Mike Jordan, and it's and, and, and I'm Isaiah Thomas in, in, in the late '80s, nigga. Like come through the middle if you want to. Like I'm just, I don't know, man. Like I know I'm just rambling and talking a lot of trash right now, but that's because creativity is. Yeah. Like, I gotta. I'm gonna get off. I'm, I'm gonna shut up after this. Creativity is a privilege. Being talented is just something you're born with. Like all of us have a talent. Some of us just find it late. But creativity is a privilege. If you do not use what God has blessed you with, you're saying to Him that you're okay with the life that you're in. Energy always has and always will be. The energy that you have accumulates as you pass through life and turn into a person you know you come through your mother's womb and all of that so a part of you didn't have that creative process as you were passing through energy you gained it you don't use it god takes it and gives it to somebody else and now you're just sitting here wondering why you're still flipping burgers or you're still waiting tables or you still you know at the car wash or you still even if even if you you still making six figures but you at the bottom level you can't get the meeting with the boss there's reasons behind it. You won't use your, your passion. A lot of y'all ain't meant for nine to fives. A lot of y'all ain't meant for corporate positions. A lot of y'all ain't meant to be rappers. A lot of y'all ain't even meant to be in the creative process. Find out what your niche is. Find out what your passion is and live it. Real shit. Facts. Facts and facts. And now y'all, now y'all, 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 I'm telling you, I got a few more people that has seen me from the beginning stages as a podcaster who has sincerely helped me to where I am. And I, I just wanted to say Penrose Eames. Hey bro, you know how we do it, man. Ain't nothing but love. Look forward to seeing you real soon. I haven't announced it yet. But yeah, you already know what I'm talking about. They like Murph, Murph, when this gonna happen? It's coming soon. But I just need to let y'all know the story. 
behind the story. So that way mm-hmm. we ain't really got to repeat ourselves more than what we should. Hey, so, look, just know when this nigga won his first, like, I don't know, whatever <laughs> award that, that's that, that, like, niggas is on TV and they receive it. And it's like a national thing. You know that one nigga that always want to hold the trophy for his homeboy? He's like, I got you. I got you. Make your speech. That's going to be me. Just know it. Like, <laughs> That's a bet, big dog. Hey, no, no problem, no, no, no. man. I got you, big dog. For cheesy. But y'all, I'm out, man. No hey, one more, one more thing. Cause I, one more. And I swear to God, I'm shutting up. Shout out to the day of All Saints. All right. That's it. <laughs> hey, again, now y'all I, see. I got subliminals, nigga. <laughs> Shout out to the day of all saints. Let's get it. Mr. Misunderstood, he means well. He really, really, really is a dope guy. He just he likes to he likes to be himself, and I'm allowing him to be himself on my platform. I like to make niggas think, man. I just want niggas to think. But y'all, I'm just being transparent and honest and, and truthful. He has had an impact in my podcasting career. And his words and his daily affirmations for me. And I just want to showcase that to y'all to let you know you can do it. Surround yourself with people that not only support you, has your back, but also can be themselves without you judging. So, on that note, hey. the I'm big sure. homie out. Find me on Twitter, Instagram at itsdmurf. Email me, itsdmurf at yahoo.com. You can find a show on most places. And if it's not a platform we not on, y'all let me know so I can make sure we add it to that directory for more exposure. But the big homie out, hey, y'all, I appreciate y'all. And y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on, day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Demurf, you did it again. Setting trends like you wanted to win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Sword in the dream ain't all with a scene. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D Murph. Tuning in as we get it in, so millin' being better men, we so adamant about the culture, sick of these vultures. We in the game now, watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster. Love is life, and that's how we approach it.